Welcome to PowerPoint, the podcast lesson to make learning the Bible fun and easy to follow. This podcast is based on the GraceLink curriculum for the Junior Sabbath School Bible Study Guide from the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. You can read along at juniorpowerpoints.org. There, you can also download and subscribe to these podcasts under Resources or on iTunes. Best Friends Think of your best friend. What makes them laugh? What makes them mad? What makes them happy? When you know someone very well, you know how they think and act. You even begin to think and act like them. John was one of Jesus' closest friends. Perhaps because John was the youngest of the twelve disciples, he seemed to confide more in Jesus than the older men did, just as one would with the best friend. Jesus valued his special friendship with John. Right from the beginning, John stayed close to Jesus. At first, John's friendship with Jesus might have been classified as opposites attract. John was not a patient, humble person. In fact, he and his brother James were called the sons of thunder. See Mark 3.17. John was proud. He was ambitious and ready to fight at a moment's notice. Being close friends with Jesus, an always honest friend, meant that John sometimes heard about the flaws in his character. As good friends do, Jesus would point out when he was acting selfish, bossy, or impatient. Yet, Jesus loved John's enthusiastic, sincere, and loving heart. Jesus responded to John's devotion by frequently inviting him, along with two other disciples, when he went to pray. This is how John learned about the importance of prayer. He often observed that very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Mark 1.35 John learned to follow his master's example, and as a result, the closer John stayed to Jesus, the more like him he became. That didn't mean that John suddenly became perfect. One time, when some Samaritans were not treating Jesus with respect and wouldn't let him sleep in their town, John and his brother got really upset. They could see Mount Carmel in the distance where Elijah had called down fire from heaven. That would be a perfect punishment for the insolent Samaritans, they thought. So they went running to Jesus to tell him their idea. Of course, Jesus was sad with their response. He suggested that they simply go to another village. No, John had not overcome his temper overnight. Neither had he overcome wanting to be the best. Once, John and his brother had told someone to quit casting out demons in the name of Jesus because the person wasn't one of Jesus' regular followers. What they were really worried about was how it would make them look. They weren't always successful when they tried to cast out demons, even though they were close friends with Jesus. However, Jesus reminded them that they could be successful in their work for others only if they trusted God completely and prayed regularly. See Mark 9.29. John was proud. He thought he was the best. John's ambition led to jealousy among Jesus' followers. His selfishness also prevented John from growing even closer to his friend Jesus. By contrast, Jesus' character always reflected selfless love for others. John needed change. He needed to be more like Jesus. The other disciples couldn't quit talking about the fact that James and John's mother had asked Jesus if they could be the two top advisors in his kingdom. In spite of his weaknesses, his temper, and his pride, John stayed close to Jesus. 
He learned from his master that through much prayer and faith in God, he could overcome his weaknesses. One time, Jesus told him, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. John 15, 7. Holding on to these words, John could trust God to help him be more patient, kind, and loving. You may be wondering what became of John as he continued to spend time walking and talking with Jesus. The changes were gradual, but each day John learned to be more like his best friend Jesus. Later, on the night when Jesus would be on trial, John would be in the judgment hall. He would not pretend that he didn't know Jesus. He would just stand in a corner and watch, as close as he could be to his best friend. The next day, when Jesus would be led to Calvary to be crucified, John would follow along, supporting Jesus' mother. As Jesus would look at his mother and John at the foot of the cross, he would have the assurance that there would be no safer place for her than in the heart and home of his beloved friend John. During Jesus' ministry on earth, John came into a very close relationship with him. However, John and the rest of Jesus' followers, too, needed to continue walking with him and talking with him in order to keep their friendship growing. Jesus thought of the time he would no longer be present with them, and he prayed for the greatest gift of all for his disciples and all other believers, the gift of staying connected with him. He would send the Holy Spirit to make this connection possible. John had watched Jesus spend much time in prayer, talking with his father. The more he thought about it, the more John wanted to have that special kind of relationship in which he could talk with God just as one talks to a best friend. John decided to follow Jesus' example of staying connected with his heavenly Father in prayer. At the end of his life, John would receive from Jesus the special messages and revelation. Jesus could entrust this very special task only to someone he knew well and trusted, a very close friend.